You're listening to Retrospection Radio Theater from the creative mind of Noah Martin, brought to you by Retrospection Multimedia. It takes a lot of work to bring you these stories, and so I'd like to point out that we have a Patreon and Ko-fi in the description. A small donation of $5 can get you access to exclusive content and help keep Madison, Maine afloat. We are proud to bring you Retrospection Radio Season 5, Future Imperfect. It is surprising to me that most simple folk are so desperately afraid of change. We saw in the previous episode that a singular difference in an article of the local newspaper was enough to send Elliot Cooper directly to the Madison Gazette in annoyance, only to find out that his particular newspaper had likely been fiddled with. A stir from the normal pace of life was enough to send Elliot Cooper to bed in a great annoyance. But Elliot was also filled with hope. He hoped that there would be no further changes to his morning newspaper when he woke up on the first Tuesday of the new month. He hoped that his life would return to the usual cycle and have no further changes. He hoped that his minor event today was only a hiccup in the average life he lived. Of course, we both know there's no fun in the same story we live every day, in and out. Now, that's why we listen to stories, right? To hear somebody else's life change so that we might be satisfied with living our own the same as it has been. Well, I can guarantee you that this is the first day of a new life for Elliot Cooper. I cannot guarantee you, however, that listening to this story will change your life. Like Elliot, we can only hope. Elliot Cooper spent most of his life as a nondescript and unassuming man. He drew no attention from passers-by, and often even his own friends forgot he existed. The second day of the month starts off the same as every other day of the month. The changes between waking up on a Monday versus waking up on a Tuesday were merely non-existent to someone used to living the same life they've always been living. As with every other day for the past five years since graduating college, Elliot Cooper rose from his bed after turning off his alarm clock. Dressed in tidy whities Elliot stumbled over to his closet, which he promptly opened with the little energy he could muster. It was 6 a.m., and just like yesterday, Elliot was rather tired and not looking forward to work. His mind had been completely wiped free from the change in his life the previous day, not because of some magical mind-altering force, but because Elliot was far too tired to put energy into attempting to recall if yesterday hadn't been the same as the Monday before it. After pulling a brown button-down shirt, light khaki pants, and dress socks from his wardrobe, Elliot then walked to his bathroom and turned on the shower. He stripped and held his hand to the water, 
waiting for it to turn warm before he remembered that the water heater in his apartment had not been fixed because he had forgotten to call his landlord the evening previously. With a heavy sigh, Elliot Cooper stepped into the freezing cold shower and quickly washed himself. Not but twenty minutes later, Elliot was dressed in the same clothes as he wore every Tuesday to work, a piece of toast slathered in generic peanut butter in his left hand, and hot, bitter, tasteless coffee in the other. He finished his meal and packed a refrigerated tuna salad he had prepared the previous evening, along with mineral water for lunch. He broke off a piece of celery and a singular carrot, then placed the vegetables in Teddy's cage. With exhaustion clawing at the very reaches of his soul, Elliot Cooper promptly opened the door and stepped out onto the complex's front porch. He bent down and grabbed the latest issue of the Madison Gazette, which he placed under his left armpit. He arrived at work five minutes early, as he did every Tuesday, and as usual, he clocked in less than one second after the timer hit 7 a.m., by 7.05, Elliot had said his good mornings to his co-workers and logged on to his computer. The computer booted up slowly, and Elliot, after a few moments of annoyance at his company's lack of ability to upgrade their employees' equipment, finally signed into the company network. He then clicked on Microsoft Word XP and began his day of editing company legislation. Within 15 minutes, the phone began to ring. This was unusual. At 7.20 a.m. on a Tuesday, the office phone never rang. Yet despite this fact, it was ringing. Elliot Cooper grew annoyed at the ringing phone. His body still wasn't fully awake yet, and the shrill, piercing tone of the phone was enough to distract him from his work. He rolled back in his chair till he was nearly in the passageway connecting all the cubicles. He glanced towards the windows on the far side of the room and waited to see if anyone would walk into the break room to pick up the phone. The phone continued ringing. With a heavy sigh, Elliot Cooper stood from his chair and walked into the break room. He picked up the phone with his usual greeting, this is Elliot Cooper, editor at the Ameriburger Company headquarters. How may I help you? He did his best not to allow the annoyance to shine through his voice. Though some definitely did. Mr. Cooper, did you know Yosef Radios? Indeed, Elliot did know Yosef Radios. Yosef was his boss, a man of Honduran descent. He was nearly 50 years old and was a first-generation American. Yes, Mr. Radios was my boss. Did he have any next of kin? Not that I know of. We don't really talk about family at work. I see. Well, we called your office this morning because Mr. Radios was killed in a car accident. We found his business card and wanted to alert next of kin. If you happen to learn anything about Mr. Radios' family, please call the MPD. Thank you. The officer ended the call. 
Elliot Cooper now had the delight of telling his co-workers about the death of Josef Radios, and the delight of going on a quest to find Radios's next of kin. Of course, Elliot thought. I'm the one who has to do this, even though I hardly ever spoke to the man. Why is the burden on me to tell others that someone else has died? The past 24 hours for Elliot has been filled to the brim with aggravation and dissatisfaction. Elliot wished he could sit at his desk and pretend nothing happened, but something deep within him told him that the decision was morally incorrect. With the shocking news of his boss's death, Elliot had forgotten about the newspaper. So, he walked into Radios' office and looked for photos of family members. Radios' office was decorated with medals and awards for accomplishments he had achieved over his many years on the planet, but there were no signs that the man had a family or even a lover. Radios was a good worker and dedicated his time to crafting a comfortable position within the company. Elliot began to think that, perhaps, this would make his job easier. After all, he'd only have to alert corporate and the office about the death of Radios. In fact, if he truly wanted to, he could easily tell no one and let them figure it out on their own. But, once again, something tugged at his moral heartstrings and convinced him that it was his job to tell his co-workers. He left Radios' office and proceeded to tell his co-workers. Most of them responded in surprise, some in happiness and triumph that the tyrant was dead, and others seemed to not care at all. Shift away from the same events you've heard from history class over and over again. Listen to bite-sized historical stories that drift from the normal frequency of history. Retrospection Multimedia is proud to present Frequency Drift. New episodes on Thursdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Real history. Real life. Reality. Tell your stories through Retrospection Multimedia, an audiovisual organization dedicated to helping you succeed. We offer video editing, live event and podcasting services, and now, for a limited time only, Sign up for the Ground Up Deal. The deal includes podcast consulting, editing, and coaching services. We will also create your own podcast website and RSS feed. Within a few weeks, your podcast will be available on every podcatcher. Order now at www.retrospectionmultimedia.com. Now, back to this episode of Retrospection Radio Theater. Elliot Cooper finished his task of telling the employees and calling Radios' bosses to make them aware right as the clock hit noon. It had been an unproductive morning for Elliot, and he realized he'd likely have to stay after work doing unpaid overtime to finish the editing he hadn't done yet. Still, he felt something good in the pit of his soul. He had done the right thing, even though it was going to cause him torment later on. He removed his tuna salad and mineral water from the refrigerator and sat in the back corner of the room, as he always did. He opened the newspaper and began reading. 
The coronavirus still affects daily American life. President Biden signs new bill into law. Local police bust secret brothel owner selling soup. Ten hacks to improve your immune system. Local mother lost over 300 pounds by inhaling drugs. Your sleep will be filled to the brim with nightmares. Bah! Elliot exclaimed as he once again closed the newspaper and set it down on the table. He finished the rest of his meal in silence, staring at the beige wall in front of him and chewing angrily. The rest of Elliot's day at work was rather uneventful, as usual. The excitement of the news in the morning caused the work done in the afternoon to pale in comparison. When Elliot's co-workers began to pack up and leave, Elliot stayed at his cubicle. He combed through the hundreds of words to ensure that the sentence structures of each were exactly as corporate would want them to be. The office was empty by 5 p.m., and soon the only sound that could be heard was that of a mouse wheel scrolling through Microsoft Word documents. 6 p.m. came and went. 7 p.m. came and went. For once, time was actually passing quite fast. It must have been because Elliot was working on his own dime instead of company time. That is the unfortunate reality of time, that the dead-end life you might lead takes more time for a minute to pass than when you are doing something you wanted to. It's like sitting in your fifth-grade classroom and learning your least favorite subject. All you want is for time to pass so that it can be 5 p.m. and you can go over to your friend's house. All of a sudden you blink and you're 27 years old, married, divorced, remarried, and have three kids. Life goes by far too fast for you to focus on the future and miss what you've lived. Elliot Cooper continued working himself to the bone, and when he finally saved his Microsoft Word document, he felt a wave of exhaustion wash over him. Well, he thought to himself, well, there's nothing wrong with taking a nap for a little bit before I go home. After all, it's far too dangerous for me to drive when I feel this tired. He pulled out his phone and set a timer for one hour. Just a quick nap, and then I'll be home, Teddy. Elliot lowered his head into the makeshift pillow his arms provided and closed his eyes. What he didn't realize was that he forgot to hit start on his timer. If only he had, for the nightmares that befell him wouldn't have been so traumatizing. Perhaps he could have awoken before any nightmare struck him entirely. But that, dear listener, isn't how the story goes. After all, you're listening because you want something different. Something that breaks away from the monotony of life. Something that tells an interesting and engaging story. I would like to have it stated that Elliot Cooper could have never experienced this coming nightmare if only you had decided not to listen to this podcast. Elliot Cooper could have stayed the same bland and boring person that everyone else, including himself, knew him to be. But alas, that won't be so, as you must have your distraction from your life, from your world to jump into a different universe, one where Madison, Maine, is home to all of the most intriguing of stories and unique of people. I shall give you this, dear listener. 
I'll give you these stories, these characters, these themes to satiate your lust for tale-telling. But it won't be in this episode. No, you will have to wait to the next one to experience the horrors Elliot Cooper would have to go through in his dreams. It's the closest thing Elliot Cooper could get to revenge. But just as the Great Big Bang started the universe and set everything in motion, so, too, did you by listening to this story. Regardless of whether or not you'd like to continue, these things will happen to Elliot Cooper anyways. The best you could do is keep listening, because at least then someone would hear his story. Thank you for listening to this episode of Retrospection Radio Theater. I am Noah Martin, creative mind behind Retrospection Multimedia. Join us Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for new episodes. Please consider subscribing, rating, or reviewing this podcast if you liked it. If you like Retrospection Multimedia and the content we provide, go to www.retrospectionmultimedia.com. You can donate to help keep Retrospection Radio airing at the Ko-fi or Patreon link in the description. You can also go to our website to hire us for your own podcast. Join us again next week for the next thrilling episode of Retrospection Radio Theater Season 5.